You're listening to Redemption <laughs> Cast, Season 3, Episode 9, Lullaby, Resurrected Vampire Hunter Holtz's Rekindled Crusade to wreak fiery vengeance upon Angel and Darla complicates the impending birth of the expecting couple's baby. Angel's a vampire who's got a soul and he's glad to see you. Trench coat. Hair gel. Yeah, more on the hair gel later. Hey, everyone. Hey. Let's pretend like the theme played and then it's over. Oh, whoa. That was that theme gets me every time. My name is Stephanie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my name is Robin. Okay, start over. <laughs> All right, let's do that theme again. Man, that theme gets me every time. <laughs> my name is Robin. My name is Stephanie. My name is Kimberly. And I'm Illyrio. Hey. And I, I am a guest. Hey! Hello, guest Matt. Hi, Illyrio. How are you? I was Illyrio. <laughs> All right. You're not allowed right. to call me a knuckle dragger on this podcast. Uh, I won't. Good. That's a, that is a reference to the Last Word podcast. That's a Press Gang intro cast. Press Gang is a uh, fantastic English children's show about kids who... Should be doing homework, but instead they are running a newspaper. Yes. It's awesome. Is that a podcast that comes out once a month, too? That's about a once a month schedule. It's true. Absolutely. Yeah. And and, and I have uh, delusions of grandeur thinking I'm going to start another podcast soon. What? So, what? so we'll see. Like That one will probably come out every year. Seth and I already started another one in the meantime. So. Hey, are you guys finished the Dawson's Creek intro cast? We are halfway through season two. (laughs) Stop making me feel bad. I also started a Dawson's Creek podcast. It's called, "Eh, I don't mind waiting. (laughs) Awesome. Hey, Uh, welcome back, everyone. Um, Matt, what brings you to Redemption Cast? Well, Robin was very kind uh, to bookmark this episode for me because I requested it a long time ago. It's one of my favorites. Opinion spoiler. Nice. Back before we were accepting guests, Matt was like, I don't care. I want to be on this episode. He was lobbying you pretty hard. He was lobbying you pretty hard, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was a regular lobbyer. Lobbyist? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff about politics. Yeah. It's only uh, the third. It's it's Super Tuesday times three, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what they say. That's what they say. Crazy book. Yeah. Hello, so, the pre- so as someone who does not live in the United States, oh my God, you guys are like so retarded. Stop it. What's happening <laughs> to you guys? That's my public service who, announcement. Stop I being mean, retarded, who, guys. Who are these people? Stop being retarded. Does, no, seriously. Does stop. Justin Trudeau have a twin brother? Stop being retarded, <laughs> guys. Seriously. I'm sorry if this offend if this word offends you. I apologize, whoever's listening to yeah. this. Stop being retarded. <laughs> Like, just stop. And, you know, uh, look, and let me tell you. Are you trying to is... tell us to stop being special? <laughs> I'm just Th- saying. Look, was okay. there any coverage of Justin Trudeau's visit to the White House in the yes. States at all? Oh, yes. Oh, all over my Because it was, like, wall-to-wall coverage here of, like, every mm-hmm. second of what they oh, did. It's like, you know, it's like a political romance. 
Yes. Best friends. BFFs. (laughs) I feel like we talked about him last podcast, Robin and I did together. We talked about uh, vamps. And it turned out, it turned into the Justin Trudeau. Oh my God, isn't he so handsome? (laughs) Oh my God, he's so handsome. (laughs) He's pretty handsome. Just my my top. Now you're going to come on to uh, the Dawson's Creek podcast and talk to us about how how handsome Mitch is. Mitch is. Bitch has got a rocking bod. Uh, okay. He sure does. Uh, I do remember. Uh, can I be when the one the, guy uh, who's never? Got, can I be the one guy who's never watched an episode of Dawson's Creek? Oh, That's you're me. perfect. Yeah, we That's would love me. to hear Listen. what you'd say. Sorry, I've, I haven't seen the last season. That's it. But I've seen everything else. We'll see it in a couple weeks. All right. The, la- the last season's when it gets busy. Busy Phillips. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Angel, <laughs> this is one of the biggest episodes, I'd say. We're really, I was very much looking forward to this. And it's uh, written and directed by a friend of the show, Tim Minear. And you know that's always So someone's awesome. going to die. Mm. Can I just skip right to the end, please? Oh, sure. We can be done. Um, <laughs> I did not see that coming. Oh, I did. It blew oh. me away. I and totally saw it. I, okay, fine. You're better than me. Let me finish. <laughs> and I was. Relax. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's difficult. I'm trying. Yeah. And it's it was really amazing. It was uh, it was great. And uh, there were there all of a sudden there was a little uh, you know screaming yelling baby and like he's like oh shit what am I gonna do <laughs> raise this thing by myself oh man yeah. So wow, uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's get into it. Oh boy. Um, so I guess we can just kind of start with Matt by saying, like, what, like, what about this episode where you like made made you want to reserve this uh, like months and months and months ago? <laughs> okay. Well, it's the scene when Darla's on the rooftop and she yes. says. In 400 years, I've never loved anything, but I love this child completely. And when I give birth to it, um, I will forget that I ever loved it. That is some heart-wrenching stuff right there. Yeah. It's, it's very powerful. It's, it's fantastic. And you don't, um, even, you, don't even, you don't even think about that the first time you're watching it. Like, that, like of course, because the, you, know, you find out that the baby has a heartbeat and so, therefore, it's kind of giving Darla a soul at this point. But then you don't realize that once she gets rid of this baby, not gets rid of, births the baby, uh, the soul is going to be gone. She's going to want to pretty much be evil again. So, mm-hmm. Plus, the rest of the episode is just uh, also fantastic. But, yeah, it's really, it's really that sentiment, and it's really Darla and her feeling and her sacrifice that makes this... Uh, a real winner, a real standout for the series. Did you did you know that, um, or Illyrio? I guess mm-hmm. I'm to you. Did you feel that that the baby or Darla was going to have to die? Uh, my did impression would that? be that uh, the baby would die. Oh, because I I had the feeling that she, somehow she was going to die, but I didn't know if I thought someone would have to kill her. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if she was going to kill herself. Right, but I had the feeling, oh, this is Darla's swan song. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when it got to the roof scene, I was like, yeah, she's going away. 
were you guys like were you guys happy with this send off like were you like oh come on she can't go out like that or were you like well, i'm disappointed that she's gone because yeah, she yeah, was yeah. so yeah. awesome but i will like, say oh, that no i thought more, it was no. really great I thought it was I really, hope we really see great. her. I hope we see her again in some flashbacks. But I just like, oh, no more new Darla. Hmm. Uh, would you like me to read you some Julie Benz quotes? Oh yeah, yes. She was delighted on how Darla's life ended. She was actually filming uh, on the sets of the Steven Spielberg miniseries Taken. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, that I loved movie. Taken. Yeah. Yep. Taken. I was very awesome. taken with it. She said she really enjoyed that role because she actually got just to play a normal person <laughs> for <laughs> once. Uh, but she said she was uh, in her in her trailer reading the script and uh, you know over lunch and she was just tr- crying and everybody was asking her if she was okay and what was wrong and she said she had to say uh, it was nothing that she was fine. She said uh, you don't want to tell anybody. Of course, we're not allowed to tell anybody anything. And she says. Um, I really think it was one of the most beautiful gifts I've ever received as an actor. The last three episodes of her life are so wonderful. They were such a gift to play. It was really amazing. And she says, this episode gives closure to the relationship between Darla and Angel. She doesn't know whether Darla will be making yet another appearance. But as she says, I've been in love with her since day one. She's lived through everything, life, death, life, and more death. I think she's (laughs) truly one of the most amazing characters on television unquote so pretty awesome i really enjoyed it so yeah that that's that was a quote from that time so (laughs) it didn't spoil you on anything uh, whether or not she's coming back i was uh, surprised that holtz um didn't just you know once he found out angel had a soul didn't just stop yeah, that was a, a interesting part because you know he you think it's going one way with uh, Shahjan I can never say his right name right um, where he's come you know he's changed he's changed and he's like actually no it's it's better he's really gonna he's really gonna suffer now mm-hmm. yeah that was really surprising um, I guess uh, yeah he's he will be the big bad I actually kind of expected him to get killed off in this episode. But um, seeing the flashback, do you really think he's all that bad? <laughs> well, yes, it's all right. Um, driven because insane. Angel Angel is who he's hurting yeah. when Angelus did that to him. And the premise of well, I mean, the mythology is that a demon gets inside a human body and takes it over, and and it's sort of like you're a it's like you're a car and someone's driving you. Like you you should not be responsible for anything that the demon does. What if you're turbo team? Or, or, Please, Matt, can you answer this? Feel, no, I don't know what that is. You don't know what Turboteen is? Robin? I don't know what that is. Robin, can you summarize Turboteen? Is it about What's... a dog that travels around Canada? No, that's a different thing. <laughs> Was that a cartoon where the kid turned into a car? Yep. And he could turn into a car. <laughs> yep. Okay. okay. So right. well, that was that was worth derailing my train of thought. For. <laughs> well, because that's a car with with, 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 with actual sentience, you see. Okay. Uh, I was right. just saying. Sorry. So yeah. So 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 your car and someone's driving you. So, so are Jeff? you saying that Turbo Teen is not responsible for the things he does when he's a car? I'm saying he is. Right. And Matt's analogy of being a car and being driven. Well, what if you're a sentient car and you can control it? Kind of like Kit, who, whose artificial intelligence allows him to override 
human oh, action. Right. Does Kit have any sort of morality algorithm? I believe there are some ethical algorithms, yes. He's got a great okay. sense of humor. This is true. The <laughs> humor chip was fully engaged. Uh, since we've engaged everybody's humor chip for now, let's just let Matt get back sorry, to his thoughts. Sorry, Matt, I don't please even go on. This no, please. Just- Please. I don't even know what I was saying. You were talking about how. Oh, I was talking about how the. Uh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense that Angel feels guilt. That he feels guilt and then his uh, other people around him blame him and hold him responsible for things that a demon did that, inside his body. It doesn't make sense. It I don't sense. agree with it. it. It makes sense with regards to post traumatic stress. Um, because he witnessed it all and he was witnessing mm. it through the eyes of the person doing it. Um, he experienced it and he experienced it as a perpetrator, even though he didn't mm-hmm. want it perpetrated, mm-hmm. it was perpetrated and that can be related as a post-traumatic stress kind of event. So it, it oh, makes they, perfect sense that he feels <clears throat> guilty. He they may, also, he, oh, well, then he, he may not be justified yes, in feeling but, guilty, but. Oh, so he, yeah, he was, I can understand that Angel feels guilty, but all of his friends and everyone around him should, should be like, dude, no, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Right. Oh, like well, Robin they Williams? They just but... go, oh, well, it was he was, you know, bad then. And they'll just well, have he a goodwill hunting then. moment and everyone will cry. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and they should uh, should say the same thing to Spike. Not your fault. Yeah. Um, I'm a big believer in the it's not your fault thing. I think that's a really good thing to bring up to people that feel guilty in a way that isn't um, actually <laughs> merited. And I see your point. Um, but then, you know, our, 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 also, a bad guy has to be motivated by something. He's going to be motivated by revenge. Mm-hmm. And... Well, he had to kill his own family. He killed. To, he had to. Well, yeah, because he's already dead, but. Yeah, she's right. already dead. It was like a fate worse, worse than death. He not only did he kill the little girl. Yeah. You know, she's now, a vampire and he had to kill her. Again. Because we recorded over a month ago and I haven't released the episode yet. Didn't I kind of call this? That they sure. were going to turn someone into a vampire and that he'd have to kill her? Anyway. Sorry, it's not published. It's not true yet. Okay. <laughs> if, but, if, if, okay you, if when you guys listen to the episode, the... it sounds like I edited it in. It, it's not. Edited I edited it in. They're so like, later dudes, I'm heading to the hatch. Promise. I'm just going to sound like... <laughs> oh, man. But also, with, uh, with Angel feeling that it's like post-traumatic feeling the guilt now uh darla is now able to empathize with holt oh look at what we did to him we killed his family and she's finally able to to realize the things yeah i love that she's just like this is no this is perfect this is exactly what what's what's supposed to happen here isn't it you know Mm -hmm. of course (laughs) i love that we deserve this yeah yeah that was pretty intense yeah um julie benz is amazing in this she is. She's beautiful. That's one of the trade-offs of getting the soul, though. That's that's the, what the gypsy curse yeah. is all about. No matter what, he's going to feel guilty about Yes, but who does the curse hurt? Does it hurt Angel or Angelus? It hurts an Angel, I think. If it wasn't for the curse, he wouldn't be Angel. Like, this is uh, this is tortured tortured Angelus for all time mm-hmm. to, to have to feel, for this, uh, feel about this, to have a conscience. Oh, I uh, I see the point. We could go on forever about this. Yeah. I have a question. 
Yes. The scene where the the new Wolfwoman Heart guy is walking with DDK and uh, Lila. Lila. Yes. And and he's like, I don't know anything. I haven't been here. You don't. You didn't tell me this. Walking. What was the point of that scene? <laughs> to prove that he's a douche. That's Linwood. Uh, he's yeah. not a good manager. No. <laughs> not at all. I think we're meant to um, gather from that that he's that he has people he has to answer to, and he doesn't want to look bad. I think that's it's gonna it. Cost, it's going to cost their lives or jobs or whatever, or both. Yeah. It's not going to cost him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, good leadership starts at the top. Really? Right. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> you guys are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, it's, it's all about the senior partners. Yeah. Senior partners pull the when are we going to meet those senior partners, powers. huh? I keep hearing about them. See? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I do I do feel bad for Holtz, no matter whether or not we feel that Angel is to blame. Like, seeing that flashback and mm-hmm. you know, he's just chasing these demons across the country. It's it's his uh, it's his duty. He has to, he has to kill them. And he's, they're murdering people. And then they go to his house, they murder his wife and they, they bite his daughter. And uh, it might be because his daughter's name is Sarah. And that's one of my daughter's names. Um, but just the, that night that he has to spend just mm-hmm. sitting in his, in his house while she's, you know, cowering in a corner in the, you know, the nearest shadow. I just was like, obviously his sanity, like all reason has got to be gone at this how, point. How many mm-hmm. days do you think elapsed between him finding her and, and and then him finally deciding to 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 kick her out of the house. Oh, I figured. It was I think it was the same night. You think it was the same night? Same night. Yeah. I was wondering if he was like contemplating what to do for like two, three days, going more and no. more insane. No, no because think... his lieutenants came and they said we have to. You have to leave this place. So I'm wondering if he was there for a longer time. Oh no! I thought I I I just thought it was overnight. So um, she did not seem very aggressive. No, and that's the saddest um, part of it all. Like she's acting like a like a child, like a scared child. Do you <laughs> so do you think that life. they that uh, Angel and Darla killed uh, her mummy, or did they uh, make her drink her mummy? Oh, Dude, that's oh, what like, I would. She had no, yeah. she, if I was she had no appetite, or the baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you were a vampire, if you were a vampire girl, like a little vampire girl, and you drink a baby you'd probably be satisfied for at least uh a day or two i would say i'm basing this off nothing i'm just (laughs) (laughs) well darla said something along the lines of remind me to give you a present later didn't she say that when they let her in i remember that from last week that could have been it i'm gonna make you a vampire here's your present drink this blood you may be right illyrio can edit it in later (laughs) Nope. <laughs> Too much work. Too much work. Oh, I thought that I... was going to be the sound effect. <laughs> nope. <laughs> got it wrong. <laughs> I like that Angel is smart enough to figure out, though, when he's being interrogated, that, you know, this is not just Holtz here. He's being used by somebody because Holtz yeah. is a good man. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden now he's 
been sent into the future, um, why else would he be here other than using some sort of dark magic? So what was the what was the deal he made with Sean John? Was it like um, Sean John? I love it. it? <laughs> you mean Diddy? <laughs> yeah. What was, what was the deal? Like, is, was it like, oh, I you kill him and I get your soul type deal? Um, no, he just said that you know you. Or is he doing this do, for a redemption? Uh, like, I, it's going to take two hundred years, but. Yeah, you have to wait. For, I think it's something like you have to. You have to wait. I mean. I know everything, so I'm just saying, oh, saying everything. <laughs> the, the deal that he gives, uh, that he gives. Uh, Who's uh, my real father, Robin? <laughs> what? So he knows uh, everything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the deal that he gives is basically like you know you gotta we have to wait for the right time. I'm gonna send you to the right time that happens, and when you do, you're gonna show no mercy. And that's what gets uh, kind of repeated. Oh, at the mm, end. Yeah. And yeah. that's why Shan Shan is. Any reason why you? Th- what do you guys have any clue to what um, his motivations uh, are? No, that's what I was trying to get at. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, his you don't get game. it. It's not. It's not. It, you didn't miss anything. I'm. What, okay. what, do you, what do you think, though? But I just, I'm just wondering, yeah, like, why what does Sean John get out? Yeah. What does Sean John get out of it? Yeah. Like, I know he, he, like, Angelus will have been taken care of, and Darla would have been taken care of. But what does that mean if they're both gone? Then what's what's the end game for him? And why can't he just do it himself? Yeah, I don't know. I'm He's wondering. So, he, he, sorry, go ahead, Robin can't affect anything physically he's incorporeal is that the right word incorporeal yeah that's the right oh, okay. word thank you <laughs> and by the way it's harry truman twin peaks it's your father uh, oh no <laughs> not the president that explains my terrible hair <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't i don't know i'm not 100 percent. i have no theories yet okay I was yeah, because I was I just mean, wondering myself. For me, I'm wondering. Hey, let's let's take a look at this. Uh, the show is called Angel, um, and Sean John maybe traveled back in time because he needs Angel out of the way. Um, but he can't kill him himself, so he got Holtz to be go in stasis, and then afterwards he would be killing Angel for this guy. I don't get it. I don't understand what yeah, his motivation is. Yeah, we got that is. part, but that's what we're trying to figure you know? out. But I, yeah. I, I don't understand why, like, I don't, see, I'm thinking his target is Angel, not Angelus. Oh, like, okay, I get point, it. Right? So, yeah. Sadie agrees. <laughs> and so, in, in looking up, hey, who, who has come the closest to killing <clears throat> um, Angel in the past, he discovers about Holtz. And then he kind of moves them forward in time. I don't know. It's weird. Mm-hmm. But there isn't a lot of um, time okay, travel in the, on these saying. shows. So I wonder. Yeah. But yeah, I see what you mean. I may be barking up Angelus. the wrong uh, TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, you know, this is this is the right time. This is the time that he awoke Holtz in. So there's a mm-hmm. reason, you know. But whatever. You'll he, figure it out eventually. Yeah. Or... Or maybe because he had to get to the baby, obviously. 
And that's another thing. It's like, is it? And that's why, because when the guy kept saying, anything else you need to tell me? And he's like, nope. Oh, you know, yeah. I think that was a bit of foreshadowing, right? Yeah. He must have known. He has to know about he, the baby. He has to know about the baby. Everyone knows about the baby except because if, Holtz. Because I think if he said to um, Holt, um, Holt, hey, by the way, you got to kill this baby. He'd be like, I don't think so. Go find yourself another sucker. So. Yeah, especially since, as we've been repeatedly told, this baby has a soul. Mm-hmm. And yes. is probably human. It's human. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred is talking about the cosmic convergence. She has a whole speech there. It says that uh, Holtz is going to play his part in looking for Angel and Darla. Find Darla's unborn child, which is uh, not evil, but a mess- messianic figure. And then kill it and trigger the vengeance of the world. Why pronounce it messianic when it's messianic? Did they want to downplay the whole messiah angle to not offend people? Sure. Okay. I don't know. They made a crucifixion joke that didn't quite make sense at the beginning of the episode. So I, I thought know, it was too, funny. To my ears. Yeah, I know, but like. Yeah. It is, but crucifixion. That was more of a Roman thing, wasn't it? it? Yeah. It's just, it was done to Christians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why do people pronounce Thanksgiving Thanksgiving? Because there's an <laughs> F in there. Or insurance insurance. These are all great questions. Um, I really like the translator. Time out. But Thanksgiving who... has an S in it. Thanksgiving. Yeah but, yeah, but they emphasize the thanks. They put emphasis on the wrong. Uh, they make it into almost uh, yes, on the wrong syllable. <laughs> well, how's it, suppo- how's it supposed to be said? Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. No, there are people who overpronunciate words. I'm hey just guys, saying. These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> Sadie agrees. Did someone say pretzels. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the translator. Yeah, he's jealous of the uh, Wesley. You don't know counting going to get my job. Or I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. How about the fact that Lila highlighted the Niazian scrolls in, in yellow? yellow. <laughs> she, she, this was a good episode for her. Oh, man. When she threatened Guy, <laughs> translator Guy, that was hilarious. I'm really. When she breaks down like Angel the Show for Holtz, like here's what she awesome. missed in the last couple seasons. <laughs> Or when Holt spritzer with holy water. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the researcher uh, says, when the skies open and the heavens weep, there will be no birth, only death. So Which... when it starts raining. Right. <laughs> Darla's going to die. Someone's going to die. So I guess they, you know, he's talking about the, the, the Niazians were talking about vaginal birth. <laughs> oh, I see. Yes. All right, fine. <clears throat> um, yeah, so there was some foreshadowing uh, that was misleading when Fred saw the blood on the stool. Mm. And, blood on uh, the stool. Bad sign. It's a very bad sign. And uh, yeah, so I was convinced that the baby was going to be stillborn, and that would be how Angel would... Um, Pay penance for having murdered uh, Holtz's kids. Uh, that that whole segment was kind of you know horrifying to me as well. Just that 
they're just sitting there and he and he's just trying to tell Darla it's going to be okay or whatever and it's yeah. like yeah well there's nothing happening this baby is dying inside mm-hmm. oh. can, can can we have a little moment of sympathy or silence for Caritas again yes poor <laughs> Lorne his place of business and his home like he's not going to be able to get insurance after this is he <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, why does, yeah, why does he keep letting them bring Darla there? Only bad things happen. Because he's um, a good guy. Okay. Who, why didn't anyone lock the door? Yeah. The stairs. Oh, that was so cool. That reminded me of when the mayor walked in. Oh, or yeah. When, like, Glory just walks in. Oh, fuck yeah. I, well, I know it's Los sure. Angeles, and no one locks their doors in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Minear said uh, that whole explosion took hours to set up. We shot at 3.30 in the morning, had four or five cameras going, and then proceeded to blow the shit out of Caritas. <laughs> That's his quote. <laughs> it was a really hip-looking club, too, with all those balloons and tinsel. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Know your audience. Got... <laughs> uh... So you guys think Caritas is going to be back again? Yeah. Nope. Okay. Just so they can blow it up again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he'll be like, again? Is Caritas Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> you blew up Caritas, you bastards. <laughs> but yeah, with, with when, oh, man, that whole segment where Holtz walks in and nobody knows who he is. And Lauren's just like, oh, you know, we're closed up, you know back tomorrow or whatever Here's yeah i was kind of taken aback by that because i was like don't they know who he is i'm like nope. no they haven't seen him and then mm-hmm. just walking out and then he starts singing and it's like lauren's mm-hmm. like yeah this is a great song holy shit <laughs> run uh and just the the score comes just bah, yeah bah, bah. Oh, yeah they man. really build tension very well here oh so amazing i i after watching i watched this episode last night and I immediately went to Tim Minear's uh, Facebook wall and had to give him a paragraph of praise because it's just so good. And who directed this episode? Tim Minear. Oh, Tim, oh, he wrote and directed? Yeah. He pulled a weed in? Oh. Yeah. Wow. Great. He pulled a Minear. <laughs> <laughs> well, who edited this episode, smart guy? Tim Minear. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, did, oh. I thought it was pretty cool. The uh, the like the, the plumber carpenter yeah. demon that the was on crack crack last episode. He goes <laughs> back to Sean John and like tells he totally what he ADR'd heard. the hell out of that situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. I thought or, Fred looked really good in this episode um, when she was wet and shivering. Yeah, yeah she Ryan. was a very good umbrella. Mm-hmm. And I like that she stayed behind and she's like, they'll, they'll catch up. Like, mm-hmm. I'm staying with you guys. Yeah. I have to take away points from Fred for uh, not being brave in this episode. What? It says a crossbow pointed at Angel holding a baby, and she just kind of cowers back rather than standing in front of the baby. Well, she's not very large, so she wouldn't have provided much of a a barricade. (laughs) There's dogs here, too. 
Dogs. Oh, okay. How about Lauren? How about if Lauren was trying to reset the spell, and they would uh, slap gun? That was pretty hilarious. <laughs> and all that, all that, uh, then leads up to uh, you know, gun at, at the end saying like, "Yeah, you can, you can be outside and just chuck stuff in." <laughs> oh, like just a- steal all my quotes. Oh, um, sorry, sorry. Uh, but that's just like perfect. Like you know, nerds would sit around, or just you know, people who think. Um, <laughs> how would they work? Of course, you could. How would you just like throw a grenade like through the door? Would that bounce it back out? Speaking of grenades, Angel pulled the pit out of a grenade with his teeth. Oh, that yeah. would be great. Is that his Audrey Horn Revolution. moment? Is that like tying a knot into a cherry stem? Is, is, is that what we're led to believe? Did you girls find that sexy at all? I thought it was very clever. Uh, yeah. Did he? He should have He should have kicked it toward Holtz. Yeah. Right. That's what I thought he was gonna do, but no, he just lets it sit there. He blo- it blows him through a, the wall. That was pretty <laughs> hilarious. I loved how he showed up later behind the gang, and he's covered in soot. <laughs> I like that it was an angel-sized hole in the wall because it's like <laughs> like the body was perfectly yes. etched out of his frame. He should have had his arms like extended. You know? a, <laughs> yeah, when he when he shows up with the gang and they're looking, he said, "What are we looking at here?" And, it, yeah. and then right before that, thanks, Jeff. Sorry, no one's stolen my quote yet. <laughs> The guy, okay, the gang were fighting the Holtz's minions, those minions that he picked up at the gym last episode. <laughs> and Darla is sitting in the car and she's like talking to herself. Yeah. yeah. I guess she's yes. trying to figure out what to do. I think she's figuring out her feelings. Yes. Oh, okay. And I think that she finally figured out. She, I, I think she's just like, why am I feeling this? I shouldn't be feeling this. Why do I care so much? This is ridiculous. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so the whole scene on the roof when she explains, you know, how the nurturing relationship is actually in reverse, and that was really, really poignant and clever. I very so clever, yeah. I did not expect that, and when it happened, I thought it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was touching. Yes, that is why I love Tim Manier Blaine because his episodes, like everything, is explained and it's. You don't see it coming, but it's it's very poignant. It makes perfect sense. It's mm-hmm. so emotionally satisfying, uh, and the humor. You know, it's so, this episode is hilarious mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and tragic and sad all yeah. at the same time. It's my that is my that's my jam right there. Tragic <laughs> and funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love how it just kind of, that whole rooftop scene first starts with like, a, you know, why why would we bring a baby into the world, and then and then the whole explanation of like once she has the baby, she won't even remember uh, the love she has for it. You know? Oh, it kills me. <laughs> so is it going to be like three men and a baby coming up? We're going to watch like them who's going to get Pete thing? on first? Let's make a bet, Kim. Who's going to get Pete on first? Oh, Wesley. Pro- Wesley or Gunn. I was going to say gonna be Cordy. 
<laughs> and we'll go right into a sea breeze and be like, oh, I can't drink this now. <laughs> or or he'll be like, oh, baby urine's good for my skin. Wesley knew the uh, breathing exercises pretty well. <laughs> yeah, and then obviously that awesome quote from Darla. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is immediately followed up by her taking a couple of really loud breaths. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. And oh, then starts man. crying afterwards. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was great. great. She cried like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> That's all the hormones. That's just me when I have to deal with the kids by myself on a Friday night. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, David Boreanaz became a father in real life several months after filming this episode. He said... My son is not going to be in that environment. He won't have broadswords hanging in the cabinet. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Boy's name is Jaden Rain, and probably is about 15 at this point. (laughs) What's the boy's name? Jaden Rain. Sounds like a Mortal Kombat character. I believe he could be one. Finish him. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh, uh, another bit of uh, trivia I have. The alley, uh, this huge poignant... Pregnant scene uh, was uh, happened in uh, is uh, known by the cast as Piss Alley uh, oh, because no. of the constant odor of urine and uh, sewage uh, in that alley. There were rats in it, and uh, during filming, uh, a rat ran across Alexis Denisoff's shoe and oh. caused Carpenter to scream. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Rats mm-hmm. are the worst. <laughs> oh, and in that, in that uh, scene, uh, Andy Hallett plays Lauren is holding cardboard over his head because uh, he didn't want the makeup to wash. Yeah, because I was thinking, oh, he's going he's gonna to protect the girls. And I was like, nope, just himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's... Oh, uh, that... Daughter Sarah is played by uh, Kasia Kropinski, uh, who actually she doesn't done much in her uh, career, but it turned out she did like a a pretty big part on uh, the show Hell on Wheels. Or at least she was in the show for like thirty something episodes. Oh wow! So I watched like the first season of that. I don't remember. She plays really? a character named Ruth. I don't. I... Oh, she's the the preacher's daughter. Oh really? Okay. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. That's Ruth with the blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi. So uh yeah. She grew up. She grew up. Oh nice. All right. Oh, I approve of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like uh Sanjaya. I like Sanjaya referencing uh, Angel's Nancy Blood here, yeah. What was that? I said I like Sanjaya referencing <laughs> Angel's Nancy Boy Hair Gel. Yes. It's using product now. Uh uh-huh. Maybe someone's quote, sorry. Um Yes, I don't have any other trivia points. Was there anything else in the episode that we wanted to discuss? Hmm. Oh, I love that uh it, after Darla knocks everybody to the ground, then they all get back in the car to take off, and all, they're all sitting up front. And you think it's because they're afraid of Darla, but no, it's because her water broke back there. Which like, oh, <laughs> 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 <I'm> like you. <"Ew." laughs> 
and how about when like the grappler demons all show up and uh, they all get out of the car to fight them and Darla does what they should have done in the first place, which is yes, run, them run over. over them. <laughs> and then she just drives off. <laughs> <laughs> Angel had to get his on star going to catch up with her. <laughs> uh, was that a thing back then? I don't know. No, I don't no. think so. Or would it have been that? Um, I know. I I know. Up here, was called boomerang, like like when you get oh, yeah, a, yeah. a hidden uh, GPS device installed in your car if it ever got jacked. Low jack, I think it was called in the states. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my! I saw some. I saw someone with a club. You remember the club? Oh, there's I had still, a club. There's still people I, I here with the club. Yesterday. There's still people that use that. It's 2016, and they're using the club. Like, what yeah, are you doing? Still, here's the thing. Every single car I've ever seen that had the club installed, I would never steal. <laughs> Why do you think yeah, someone's going to steal your car? car? I had the club, and my parents went on vacation. They took the key with them. I was so pissed because I couldn't drive it while they were away. <laughs> and they, they didn't mean to do that on purpose. But I was just like, ah. <laughs> And my I mom can't drive laughing. and I look like a dork. <laughs> yeah. My mom was laughing. She's like, oh, I didn't mean to do it. I'm like, sure you didn't. Weirdo. And she talks like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I just poured over all my notes. I don't see anything that I didn't already talk about. Halt in slow motion is really yeah. cool. Halt in slow motion is very cool. <laughs> My heart kind of broke when Darla and um, Angel and Angel, yeah, not Jonas, were having that scene where he's basically like, "You got to fight for this baby." And he's like, "Please," and I was just like, "Oh, my heart broke." I was like, "Oh," and she said, uh, "You died in the alley." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Was that baby, was it like animatronic or? That looked like a real baby. That looked me. like a real baby to me. Real baby? They just put it on the concrete in the rain? It was underneath. And poured something. dust over it? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I didn't have anything. Only thing I, I uh, had about that baby uh, that I read online was just like, so the baby was not born with an umbilical cord, yet it had a navel. <laughs> They put, a, they put an actual baby on the on the ground in piss alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rats. Oh, it was nibbled on by a rat. It looked it looked like all of the close up shots were definitely the baby. Yeah, yeah. When they had one wide shot, I was like, "That's a doll." But I'm pretty sure <laughs> it was real. Mm-hmm. It was real. Yeah. And then it was, it was very it's warm water or something. <laughs> it was very Children of Men at the end. When he was, when Angel was walking by Holt with the baby. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. it was like you thought that Holt's uh, chickened out, but when Sean John uh, came uh, appeared out of nowhere, he said, "You know, I, I um, I'm going to show no mercy," and so that led you to believe that he's got other plans. Yeah. Than sure. just killing the baby. I don't think whatever. he wants anything to do with the baby. I think Sean John does, but I don't think that Holt does. I think Holt is going to do exactly what Darla and Angelus did. He's going to somehow kidnap the baby and have it turn into a vampire. Oh. Ah. Good call. 
That's what I think is going to happen. Well, yeah. He, well, okay, that makes sense. And he's like, I'm not going to kill this baby. Angel will have to do Angel it. Angel will have to kill it. Oh, oh, oh my God. Please let that be it. That would be so ridiculous. I know it's Angel not possible, but I think Kim just ha- just got a heart on for this storyline. <laughs> please kill the baby. <laughs> I don't know how many podcasts I've been on that, that those words have been uttered. <laughs> Somebody's got to kill this baby off. <laughs> no babies on this show. Baby's ruining this show. You think the baby's going to ruin Angel? Babies ruin everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they ruin your style. <laughs> they ruin your schedule. They ruin your, your, your jacket right before you have to leave for work. Yeah. Oh, I think I I think it'll it'll happen where Angel will have to somehow give up the baby. I don't think they're going to kill it. That would just be too dark for 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 television. Yeah, uh, sure. I mean, they've already forced him to kill his kid. Yeah, but she wasn't a bait like a newborn baby. There's a difference. Uh... Like he's going to wind up and throw the baby into like a <laughs> sunny yard. Him. Punted into like next week. I don't, <laughs> think, <so. laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. Can I can, can I relate a funny but kind of ridiculously complicated anecdote? Okay. Uh, Eugene Merman is one of my favorite comedians. For those of you not familiar with Eugene Merman, he plays one of the kids on uh, Bob's Burgers. He was mm-hmm. on uh, John Oliver this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, in, in, in that fake Apple commercial. And he yeah. was also the landlord in the fl- uh, Flight of the Flight Concords. Of the yeah. And uh, he was a guest star, guest star on a uh, on on a Law and Order SVU. He was an arsonist. And at one point, oh, I'm getting my story mixed up. No, he was a guest on Conan, and they were reviewing the episode he was on, and they were talking about how they needed to overdub stuff, and there was one scene where his character or another character throws a kid off of, like, a boardwalk into the water, (laughs) and they're literally saying, "Eh, and there goes the baby! (laughs) And when I saw Angel with the baby, and that there were, like, bad guys between Angel and his friends, I actually thought he was going to have to throw the baby down the alley. <laughs> the slow motion cam engages again. <laughs> and that and the gun was going to have to do like a running, I know I'm being racist right now, but he's going to have to do a running catch. Yeah, why is it gun? Like a one-handed catch because he has bigger hands. Because you don't throw to Wesley. <laughs> you know, no one throws to Wesley. <laughs> no. But yeah, so sorry. That, no, that it should have so been long, like a, but... at a wedding, and he turned his back, and and everyone went, "Me, throw me the bouquet, throw me the baby." <laughs> and they're fighting. They're, they're, they're fighting all shoving each other out, out of the way. Cheap flower arrangement that means nothing. Throw me Just the displaying me the how baby. desperate, horrible creatures they each are. If I get the baby, I'll be pregnant next. <laughs> Mystically, <laughs> that's that's what happened to Deanna Troy. She caught a baby at a wedding. Who? Oh, oh never gosh. mind. It's an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation where Counselor Troy gets raped by some kind of space <laughs> entity and um Wasn't was... that the second season premiere? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're it back. Very it was very good. <laughs> We're... 
I know. We're back, everyone. Hey, remember how we Do your alien to... rape baby storyline? Yeah. <laughs> oh, one of these again. Didn't the Brady Bunch do this already? Jeez. Hey, we have some feedback. Please read Yay. it. I was going to play it. Do or that instead. It. Hopefully my iPad's battery lasts long enough. This poor thing. It's plugged in, but I don't know if it's going to work well. Okay, here's <laughs> some feedback from uh, Allie. Hey there, Scar. It's a beautiful day in San Francisco, and I just watched the episode Lullaby, and my eyes are puffy with tears. Oh my god, you guys, I love that episode so much. So much. I'm pretty sure that this is my favorite episode of Angel. Like, when I think about Angel, I'm like, man, I love that episode where Darla kills herself to give birth to the baby. I'm not going to say anything about what happens with said baby. That's for you to find out and come up with your own opinions. But this episode has everything that I love about Angel. It's Angel fighting to save souls and, you know, even even Holtz, who's trying to kill him, you know, but he's just like... I'm all moody and trying to be a good guy. And and I, I think he's really smart. It's like he doesn't try and tell Holtz. Like, he's not actually trying to talk him out of killing him. He's not trying to say, oh, I have a soul. He's not putting any everything out there that might save his skin. Especially since it doesn't work anyways. Because apparently Holtz is super in the deep end. Just out for blood. Like, this guy is dark. For a hero. Man, he's dark. He's mad. And, um, and yeah, and Holtz doesn't find out about Angel's soul until someone else comes in and says it. Lila, who is wonderful as usual. Oh my god, Stephanie Romanoff. And so there's, there's the people that he's trying to save, and then, and he can't, like Holtz. And then there's people he's trying to save and can't, who he's trying to save over and over and over and over again. Like Darla. And it finally pays off! In the saddest way ever. Uh, this Okay, so yeah, this episode has all the angel staples, and it has all the things that I love. Sacrifice, parental love, you know, that, that, that just kind of natural biological feeling of, I love my child and I need to protect them. That is just so... It's so believable to me, even when it's done so over the top. Like, I, I know there's this episode of Doctor Who that gets criticized because, like, the power of a parent's love saves the day. And yeah, it's pretty corny, but it totally makes me cry. I buy it. I like it. And so in this episode, especially just like it's building up, it's building up. Did you, did it fool you guys? Did you think the baby was going to die? Did you think the, the prophecy, the night, whatever, made up word that they used for those stupid scrolls that is there's no birth only death meant that the baby was gonna die or that everybody was gonna die but no it just meant that darla was gonna die and the baby was gonna live and i'm like oh she was so sad it definitely helps that julie benz is amazing the scene on the rooftop where she's just like i am feeling things see me feel things i feel so many things it's really sweet. And it is over the top, but it's like, this is this is Angel at its soap opera best. 
and there is there is angel at its soap opera worst but this is angel at its soap opera best oh man and it's still i think she's funny. gonna start crying soon so that's another thing i like about this episode there's so many great jokes i hope you guys use those quotes up and down because it is so funny you know and that's what i love about joss whedon and tim minear because tim minear made this episode they can have these episodes that are like the most epic and the most serious and still have, like just especially like the i think the first 10 minutes seems like a totally ridiculous comedy episode almost but then it gets really you know really heavy well except for the part where holes is torturing angel there is that part that's pretty funny I bet Stephanie likes it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I think that is yes. all I have to say on the matter. I hope you guys liked it. Love, Allie. Bye. Thanks, Allie. Thank you, Allie. Very detailed. Uh, yes. Allie, you need uh, to send us more love. audio feedback. And you don't have to write a song every time. It was wonderful. Thank you. I love Allie. I love the, the passion. Yes. In the episode. Hey, what? we got a, uh, <laughs> we have an email from Bruce. Bruce! He's, he writes, I love Julie Benz. Darla, Angel, Lila, Holtz, Sajan, and Murrow all have some really good moments. Darla sitting in the car going on and on about something is great. Similar to Anya's dishwashing scene in Buffy's Kitchen somewhere in season seven. I can never remember which episode. <laughs> Lila's got a gun. Oh, you son of a bitch, Bruce. There goes my quote. <laughs> sanctuary spells exploding kegs of beer self-dusting pregnant vampire heaven weeping and more i wonder how many moving parts there are in this troclon thing when did it start and how will we know when we get to the end congrats on staying with it i have a lot of trouble watching one episode at a time through this section bruce thanks bruce and one more, although there are some quotes there, I'm not actually going oh to read them. Bianca. You want me to read it? Yeah, please. Bianca says, actually, B says, Well, Redemptials, here it is. The moment <laughs> of Angel that solidly blew my mind when Darla fucking stakes herself and the baby is left over. Man. I can only hope there will be a commentary because I can't wait to hear what your reactions were. I'm convinced Delirio will be all about it, but Kim might be yawn. Hard to tell. <laughs> when I first watched this episode, I basically lost my mind. But it doesn't hold up as much as I thought it did upon rewatch. Oh, so you were yawn, B. Uh, <laughs> Though this, oh, though this might be because I basically inhaled the entire series and binge-watched everything. Oh. The whole Darla arc was too good for me to stop watching in the name of sleep. Also, I'm really not feeling Holtz in his little capelet. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I watched the first time around, and he pretty much still bores me now. Are you guys still into it? I guess I'll find out soon. Here my notes, same as before with quotes in bold. Uh, till next time. Uh, yeah, she's got lots of quotes. Right. But, uh, I have a backup quote no one said yet, so I think mm. we'll be okay. I think I'll be okay. Think, yeah. So I think Holtz is a great villain because, I mean, like, yeah. he's, uh, I like his vague English accent. <laughs> <It's just laughs> I know, right? a tiny bit. But what do, do y'all like Holtz? 
I, he's definitely motivated, and I believe his motivation. Uh-huh. Um, it's interesting. He's not very... You, do you guys remember... Not over the top. He's Glory subtle. and how ambiguous it was, and we weren't really sure really what she was exactly, and the mayor, we weren't really sure what he was all about. Um, this is a really straightforward villain. This uh-huh. is... We know where he comes from. We know... Why he wants Angel dead. Um, and so there's there's not a lot of mystery with Holtz. Um, I'm hoping that they defeat him thoroughly rather than have him show some kind of change of heart. Realizing that he's on the bad guy side now type thing. Um, but yeah, definitely someone I can uh, understand, to say the least. Hmm. Yeah, there was some definite talk uh, from you know, like from Angel, who uh, who was saying like this is this is not you. Somebody's got to be behind this. Uh, yeah. And then you know, Sean John uh, saying, "Do it! Why won't you do it?" Um, so are you are you guys gonna be? I, I guess I guess we'll see how long your your patience is if if uh, Holtz is not gonna be asking any questions in his uh, path of vengeance here. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he cares. I think he right. he sees that he has an opportunity to kill Angelus. The half the job is done. He didn't do it himself, so he's disappointed. But he will relish in the possibility of of ruining Angel's life even more by getting at his kid somehow. Uh-huh. So the 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 joy and thrill of killing Darla himself was taken away from him by Darla herself. So fuck her uh, is what he's thinking. And uh, but you know what he will uh, he will show no mercy. He will make Angel regret the day that he did anything to uh, Holtz's his kids, and uh, he'll do that by getting to Angel's kid. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I'm surprised by his lack of future shock. Because if it, if it was me, if I was dragged centuries into the future, <laughs> I'm just an frozen like, caveman. <laughs> I would be like, "What is this? Like, that, <laughs> what's an iPad? Show me! Oh my God, that's amazing! This is Chinese food. I love it!" Like. <laughs> to be thoroughly unimpressed mm. <laughs> yeah he's got a one track mind i guess it's true too because yeah you're right he's not even he the the just the culture shock even yeah of, uh, you know different restaurants in la or something just what lila was wearing <laughs> yeah should have sent him over the edge what is this whore <laughs> <laughs> yeah lila she was so funny in that scene yeah. Just got to go to my car for about 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, More points? I, think, I think the only thing in the Facebook group was me bellowing at people to send in feedback because it's freaking lullaby. Um, mm. So that's about it. <laughs> and I don't have any more points. Anyone else? Matt? Uh, no, I'm, I'm sure we'll do like a rating and then I'll recap my thoughts, but points. Mm. Okay. Awesome. Uh, all right. Well, I think we're at the part of the show where we're going to rate the episode then. Hey, Matt, you're our guest. You go first. (laughs) What a fantastic segue. Uh, (laughs) obviously I love this episode because I requested it. It's very funny, but it's very sad. Um, as, as Matt Humphrey and I would say, oh, I thought they had, oh, was that you guys' thing? Is that, that your, 
Oh, it's so sad that their horse's daughter died. Oh, I had to do that. I had to, I had to do that just for him. <laughs> sorry. You should post that out on Defenders. Oh, and see that's so, that's like, so fucking stupid. I'm sorry. Um, oh, take the stuff in an alley. Oh, so sad. Um, hey, man, I'm not judging. Yeah, whatever. Um, that was for you, Matt. I hope you appreciate it. I know he listens to this. So anyway, it's a very sad episode. Uh, Darla's whole speech about how she'll she'll forget that she ever loved her child mm-hmm. is it really it's really heartbreaking and uh, she sacrifices herself like any any good mother would do I mean she gives she she does the only thing she can do she gives life to her child she she was wrong when she says I, some mother I am I can only I can can't even give it life she she's wrong she does something very heroic in her final moments it's it's fantastic. It's it's epic. It's great TV, and uh, I will give it ten out of ten. Ten out of ten piss alleys. I don't know. Nice, <laughs> Kim. I enjoyed this episode a lot. Um, at first, I didn't think I was going to, because you know, babies, but. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I think this where I started to um, make my my turn. It was, it was with the scene with Angel and Darla, like I was talking about earlier, and then the rooftop just broke my heart. And you know, because I I knew I knew Darla was going to go, and I think that's kind of like, oh, we're going to lose such a great character. And I was anticipating. I was just like, oh, how is she going to go? How like because I didn't think she would dust herself and then the, the baby would just be left there like, on the middle of the floor. I was like, what? That was just pretty crazy. <laughs> I thought she might have died during childbirth somehow or she would have at least seen the baby and then decided to um, uh, then she would have died but she never got to see the baby mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty sad. But I really enjoyed it anyways. I'm rambling now but I'm going to give it I can't give it a 10 because it's not innocent. I'm going to give it a nine and a half out of 10. Nice. Newborn. Alley babies. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie. Uh, I can give this a 10 because I have no standards. I I have no rules. I don't know, but it's a 10. It's, I mean, it's perfect. We have explosions. It's funny. It's tragic and poignant. And um, I give it 10 out of 10 battering Buddha head and rhinos. You know, they knocked through the wall with the Buddha head and the rhino. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering if anybody remembered that. (laughs) Poor Siddhartha. And the Um, angel just blasted through. Here we go. Uh, this episode was a pile of shit. It is actually a thinly veiled right wing pro-life um, allegory <laughs> bullshit story. I love Terry Shivo, uh, where Darla is basically just a vessel to bring this thing to fruition. You literally have angels saying, uh, the only thing you can do, have the baby. What? Maybe she needs to decide that. Okay, I'm kidding. This episode was awesome. <laughs> Julie Benz was captivating, stirring, yeah. really fantastic. Uh, David Boreanaz was a little less cardboardy than usual. 
Um, I thought he was fantastic. This poor episode. Caritas. Yeah. Poor, poor Caritas. Um, and then at the end of Little Baby, I was totally uh, shocked when uh, she dusted herself. I didn't see that coming at all. Bravo, Tim Minear. Uh, you 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 removed a beloved character in such a way uh, that uh, it was also very impressive. Congratulations! Uh-huh. I'm giving this episode a ten out of ten. Uh, um, a kegs exploding kegs of beer. What was that? A powder keg of some kind? Whatever it, was it is. An oil drum. It was an oil drum. Craft beer. If you were a first person shooter, you would shoot that to blow up the guys that were standing near it. Hmm. <laughs> I, I I play Splatoon. <laughs> it doesn't have those same kind of kinetic energy rules. I forgot to mention that when Angel's holding her hand and she dusts herself, that camera angle where it pulls back and you see him holding like the remnants of where she was. Mm-hmm. Very, it's a fantastic image. Cool. Uh, before I give my rating, I just wanted to harass Kim and say uh, this episode might not have been innocence, but uh, let's see. I will remember you, uh, Darla, and the trial all must be as good as innocence. Because <laughs> I gave them all tens? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll give this a ten with an asterisk because I really enjoyed this episode. Yay! <laughs> oh, Robin so, Spreadsheet doesn't take asterisks. Sorry. So this is a Barry Bonds ten? Is, what, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's like 61 with an asterisk. <laughs> but. Uh, the last time we did rate ten across the board was the trial. Um... So that's that's funny, huh? Um, but yeah, fine, Robin. Up- Jeez, give it a ten. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Kim so, seems very tense, and she's telling other people to relax. <laughs> After that, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. No, I'm <laughs> I've already written down uh, ten. Ten out of ten. Uh, angel-sized holes. Do you have any characters <laughs> you can't use in a password that I put next to this? No? Any parentheses or question marks? No? Okay. Greater than or less than signs? No? Okay. Although, when when it was 10 across the board, uh, we didn't have a guest, but we did have a Gabby. So, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, even 10. Uh, it, so, there's a, there is a little X in his Yeah, I love the bronze, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little X in the space for Gabby, so maybe if she writes in with a, like a 9.8, she's going to screw this all up. Uh, but for right now, it is 10. <laughs> she'll give this episode a 3. <laughs> like, no, she'll give it a whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, she's... brother. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, awesome. So yeah, uh, love this episode. Well, that's what we thought. Uh, hey, everyone out there in podcast <laughs> listener land, you can tell us what you think by sending us emails at redemptioncast at gmail.com. Yeah. And right. uh, yeah, that's correct. You can also follow us on Twitter at redemptioncast. You can go to redemptioncast.blogspot.com where all of the episodes are posted. Previous seasons are available through links there as well. And obviously, a lot of the fun stuff happens on the Facebook group. And that is facebook.com slash groups slash potential cast. That is correct. Uh-huh. Um, hey, that was good. Is it time for quotes nobody stole? <laughs> Guest? Yep. 
You can have a first quote. You, you didn't say a name. No, so Matt. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume it's me. Sorry, uh, Matt. This is, this is from Arnie the Contractor. You know, I've got mouths to feed, plus a family. Some of them have mouths, too. There we go. And that's my backup quote gone. It's all good. Kim? Oh, I fixed it. Yay, me. <laughs> I used to say that all the time, but I never watched the show. Oh, Lord. So great. Mine were, I have a gun. And uh, and the one that uh, Matt just quoted, which I thought was hilarious, because he's a demon and he has more than one mouth. You guys, you gave us quite a scare, but I guess you're used to that. With the oh, I don't have all the quote. Was it with you being a scary thing? You know, monster. A scary monster. <laughs> I think so. I didn't paste, copy, and paste it all. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Vampire. Cursed by gypsies, a restored his soul, destined to atone for centuries of evil, wacky sidekicks, yada yada yada. <laughs> wacky sidekicks is funny. <laughs> Which one is the wackiest? Wesley. Wesley? But is he really wacky? When he first arrived on those on the scene, yeah. Because oh, he had those uh, chaps? Yeah. Or those leather pants or <laughs> leather whatever they were? Pants. Um, they were all wacky until they met Angel. Yeah. The, the funniest part was when she said, I'd have him killed myself, except the people I work with have this policy. policy. What's that about? What, you, what policy? Because they want to use it. Because, it's yeah. called the, um, the writers of the show uh, have to have a bad guy for five years, but they can't actually <laughs> kill off the main character policy. It's Shanshu, baby. Shanshu. And, and what did she They said, uh, oh, what was it? Oh, Holt said you're a lawyer. She said, "Yeah, I'm a lawyer, but that doesn't mean that I like the law or something." <laughs> mm-hmm. You lied much better when you didn't have a soul. Oh, that was pretty good. I hope we see her again. I feel we'll see Darla again. Yeah, they I can't don't have a baby kinder, here. I just had Darla. the booth simonized. Yes, that was my other one. <laughs> Simonized was just funny. Okay, here's Wes and Cordy. Angel's not back with the scrolls yet. I'd feel a lot better if we had the ancient prophecies to guide us. Oh, please, women have been giving birth without ancient prophecies for years. <laughs> yeah. If you ask me what we could use, really use right now is some Vaseline and extra mint. Yeah. Oh, gun. That's not how that works, gun. That's terrible. Throw me the baby. <laughs> I will catch the baby. Well, I think that's it. Thanks uh, for. Well, uh, I've got one last you got one. one last one. Go Yay. for it, Matt. Yeah, it comes from Darla. She says, "I won't be able to love it. I won't even be able to remember Aww. that I loved it." That is very sad. Sweet yeah yeah i know i know that song all too well i was very surprised when he started humming it and that i knew you didn't it. say it on the air yeah let, let the listeners it's all good maybe he'll, maybe illyria will find like a remix like techno version of that for the there's a techno version of everything it's like the rule 38 of dubstep or the rule 34 of dubstep um yeah matt thank you for joining us 
What a pleasure. I appreciate yeah, you uh, coming on uh, to us. I mean, to the show. Um, would you like to promote anything? I would. Uh, I do a podcast that's very similar to this one. It's an intro cast about the HBO series Deadwood, and it's called Hooplecast. And we just started our third season, so we're covering season three. And then when we finish Deadwood, what's that, Robin? Said you too. I don't understand what you're saying. Uh, Is that the one with Timothy Oliphant? Yes, it's Timothy Oliphant, and he has very stiff arms, and he walks by. Pick up his ass, and he's pretty awesome. Because he's like, I was born in Etobicoke, Ontario, in the very first episode. I'm like, that's where I was born. And that's what I liked about the show the most. I I was leaving a... um, I think I told this story before, but I was leaving a uh, L.A. Kings and Phoenix Coyotes game at the Staples Center. And I got into this cab with this with this cab driver who was like, he was like Dominican or Jamaican or something. But he goes, you know, where are you from? And I was like, uh, Etobicoke, Ontario. <laughs> oh, no kidding. You don't say the K. You don't say the K. I don't. I used to live. I used to work there. Do you know the whatever, the blah, blah, blah? And he started saying these places. And I'm like, uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's a long time ago. I don't know. He should have known that you weren't uh, from there because anyway. you pronounced the K. Yeah. Well, I'm such an American. I'm such a jackass. Um, anyway, when we're done with Deadwood, we're going to cover – we're moving into a different phase of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be covering the premiere episode or pilot episode of every HBO dramatic series. Oh, well, nice. Going way back to the Powers Booth. Uh, was it something uh, – I don't know. He played a private investigator. Philip Marlowe, yes. Thank you, Robin. That's really cool. And then we're going to be covering, you know, if it was the first episode of a drama series or a miniseries, we're going to be talking about it. So oh, wow. we'll cover the first Oz, Sopranos, Six Feet Under. Sex and the Don't City. Ways. That's a drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to some people. I'm not going to count that one. Oh, such a good episode. Dude, Charlotte's awesome. So we're going to be doing, it's like an HBO rewatch thing and then eventually deadwood the deadwood movie is going to come out and we'll cover that and um isn't it interesting um, how some people's intro cast topics have come back but ours have not what do you mean yeah but you guys had a good run twin peaks uh they're coming out with a new season files came back deadwood is coming back as a movie no buffy no six feet under no carnival Actually, that gives me uh, uh, a chance to plug uh, Stephanie and I's uh, new intro binge cast. It's called uh, We Don't Want to Wait, a Dawson's Creek podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Where we, we watch five, five or four or five episodes at a time because we don't want to wait. <laughs> and uh, we are awesome. doing simply – actually, I didn't even know this, but on the first episode, Steph revealed on the podcast that we are only doing this just so we could uh, score uh, – uh, roles as extras on the eventual revival of Dawson's Creek. So. <laughs> nice. You know, her sister was my art teacher. Who's what? Uh, what? Uh, Katie Holmes' sister, Nancy, was my art teacher in high school. Nice. It was kind of mandatory that we watched Dawson's Creek in, in uh, <laughs> growing up because Katie was from the uh, hometown. She's our hometown girl. Hmm. Anyway. Wow. And there's a running joke in my family. I probably shouldn't say this. Never mind. Yeah, we're still live on the air. <laughs> I think you have to now. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. All right. Okay. Good um, job, Katya. Oh, uh, Someone Matt, hasn't been drinking. 
<laughs> also, uh, Steph and I are uh, also doing iZombie podcast with hey, Robin and Steph. I heard you guys had a pretty good get on the show. Oh, dude. Uh, it seems like they were getting good gets every week. We had Rob Thomas on the show. That's huge. Uh, uh, we had one of the stars, Robert Buckley, on the show. From Matchbox 20? Uh, Rob Thomas from But the funny thing is uh, uh, There's been some headlines out Rob Thomas is going to be guesting on An episode of iZombie And it is, yes, that Rob Thomas <laughs> Because they have like a like a, a Friendship over Twitter, the two Rob Thomases That's well. hilarious yeah, That's very confusing awesome. So are you going to have the other one on just to compensate? Uh, I, I, I emailed him, but I don't want to push him around. All right. <laughs> oh, jeez. Cause you're so smooth. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Come on guys. You guys are the Last worst. Night I was like, it's 3am. I feel lonely. Guys are the worst. Hey everyone, <laughs> listen to Matt's podcasts. Listen to yeah, Robin listen to and Steph's podcasts. Uh, oh, can I, um, can I just quickly plug yeah. two dis- slash three more podcasts? Yeah. Matt is always uh, wrong. <laughs> oh wait, I can, I can probably match it. What else we got? Defenders uh, Matt Humphrey and I, uh, Matt from Hooplecast, uh, we do a video game podcast called Matt is Wrong About Games. Yeah. Will and I are going to be starting Spartacast at the end yes. of the year. Thank and God. Because that's show. like the best name ever. And that's why we're doing it. And <laughs> then, oh yes, I was just asked to be the fourth co-host of Clone Dance Party, which is an Orphan Black podcast. Oh, nice. And I said yes. That's so, too. They shoot out they shot a scene outside of um, my building here. Oh, and they cool. did They did a couple of scenes on the third floor of my building, and um, people were getting so pissed because they were so loud, and they blocked two elevators. We have three. Anyways. Do you, do you live in BBC America? Do I? No. Yeah. What? Um, she lives in I Toronto, downtown-ish. Oh, I know. I know BBC America is not a country. Are you sure? <laughs> I think it's pronounced BBC America. <laughs> Where Canadian shows go to thrive. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, hey, what's on the slate for next time, you guys? Next time, the season three mid-season finale. What? They didn't do that back then. Stop it. <laughs> well... It's going to be this episode, and then they were off the air for a few weeks. So. Really? Was it like <laughs> yeah. Christmas? Is this a Christmas episode? Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like Christmas. Uh, or is, is the baby going to be in like a little Santa onesie? We can only hope. Are they going to ha- are they gonna have little like vampire teeth onesies? I, it's like I'm going to have flashbacks. I don't is know it going to have a little mobile like, or mobile? going to be the one going, oh, the baby's so cute. Everybody else is going to be like, oh, is, stupid baby. Is it going to be like it's, it's going to have a mobile above its crib that has like – uh, a crucifix um, <laughs> and a little like cross a steak and like a, a thing of garlic. <laughs> All vampire. Anyway, the, ep- the episode is called Dad. Oh man, I'm so it's glad I haven't called. been looking ahead at these episode titles. Dad. Dad. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. I do not know what happens. Can't remember <laughs> for so long. Come on, David Boreanaz and a baby. Mm-hmm. Nothing gets cuter. It could be. It could be an acronym. Die another day. Down and dirty. Drinking and driving. Defense acquisition desk book. 
I think it's that last one. <laughs> Dumb and Deputy Dumber. Assistant Director, Domestic Animal Diversity, Digital Audio Disc. <laughs> you, you're good at words. <laughs> On fire. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on that bombshell. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Namaste. Bye. Missing you already.
All right. Can you guys maybe, hear that maybe, noise? Maybe he was hiding you and then, and then ended up blocking you instead no. of hiding? No, listen. It does, here's what bothers me. I'm missing out on some on some discussions. You know what uh, I mean? Because, like, someone comments and then there's a reply and then someone replies to that and then I miss out. And that really goes – that really is difficult for the OCD side of me, you know? I don't want to feel like I'm missing out. Can you guys hear that lawnmower that's outside? Uh, no, no, I don't no. Think so. we don't oh, hear okay, I have the hardest time spelling lullaby. Is it L U L L A B Y? Yes. It looks wrong to me. I, yeah, I, I feel like it has to have by in it, like B Y E, but then I type it and then it gets <laughs> underlined in red. Do you know no. what I mean? Like you're putting your kid to bed. <laughs> bye bye. Thank you. 